Be the Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of the BE Podcast. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Pastor Henry Cruz. Hello everyone, my name is Jonathan Gallardo and I'm pastor of Vida Abundante Church here in Cicero and I'm with Henry Cruz. Welcome to another series that we're doing on our podcast, this English podcast. I'm super excited about this one, yep. specifically because we're pastors yeah. and we're preachers and so our title or our series that we're going to be discussing for the next several weeks is on listening or hearing to the preaching of God's word. How do we do it? Why is it important? And most importantly of all is understanding the depths and the profundity of actually sitting under the authority of God's word. So there's several things that we have to talk about, and we're going to get started off on, on a high note, mm -hmm. which is uh, the, the preparation of listening to the sermon series. But I just want to see how your week's been going. Everything's been going okay with you? Yep. Everything good. So I just... Uh, Did you fin I'm finalize your, yep. your paper? Yep. I'm happy to announce that uh, I finalized turned in my rough draft of my preaching project about 180 pages so you Ooh, know what nice. that's like oh to, yes <laughs> to write <laughs> something that long it's extensive um but yeah i'm grateful grateful to, to how many footnotes oh, man a lot uh <laughs> i it's a lot i just i can't remember but i just know like my first chapter had over ask henry to post a picture of his bibliography yeah well the problem is it doesn't fit all in one oh. <laughs> so it's like five pages long i think there you um, go. so so it is do a they lot still of, do those uh multiple images things on instagram yeah yeah we could probably do something like that uh yeah but but yeah for those that listen from the church thank you for for your help in the surveys and all the other things that that, that they were helping prayer because i know people prayer, have been yeah. praying for you yep. bro to yep. finalize and to finish yeah. yeah that's good i'm excited for you on that and um, i'm excited for this series on the importance yep. of listening to god's word now i want to preface this by saying we're not talking about this because we're preachers only, yeah. and we just want you to listen to us. <laughs> this is listening to God's word, mm. specifically being preached. Mm. So we're going to break this off in several weeks. The first week uh, today, what we're going to be talking about is uh, actual prayer. Mm -hmm. What does prayer have to do with listening to God's word being preached? Now, I know that you have, especially going through uh, what you've been studying these past year or so, mm -hmm. Um, William Gurnall yeah. is a Puritan who, why don't you give us a little bit of background on him yeah. and, and then give us a little bit of information on what he says about prayer. Yeah. So, so William Gurnall is a Puritan. Um, see, he writes, he, we don't have much of him. And, and part of it is because of the acts of uniformity. Mm -hmm. So like, for those that don't know there, there's a time in England where preachers are, the government itself mm -hmm. is taking over the church. And so, this is where, you know, preachers like Paul Bunyan are arrested because they do not sign the acts of uniformity. Uh, a lot of this has to do with the Book of Common Prayer. But I don't want to talk about John Bunyan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what what <laughs> did I say? Paul, yeah. did I say Paul Bunyan? Man, see, this is this is what happens when you got kids. <laughs> so don't lose it. Don't lose it. Yeah. John, John Bunyan, Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. John Bunyan. yeah. Okay. So John Bunyan, him, he gets arrested. A lot of other guys, John Owen, all these famous Puritans are Puritans that did not sign this act and so as a result they they get ejected from their churches but Gurnall interestingly is one of the ones that we study a lot that did sign 
uh, this, and this, he, he yeah, stays, and he stayed in his okay. church. Um, he stays preaching at a big church. Um, and so he does sign in. So where Jason, was he? Where was he preaching? I forget the the, the city. Yeah, I think it's Norfolk. I know it's okay. it's it's near. It's in England, obviously, but but I think it's Norfolk, if I'm not mistaken here. Um, but uh, Ryle writes like this whole intro biography on him, and so one of the arguments he makes is we don't have much writing on him because a lot of people didn't take didn't take interest in him specifically mm-hmm. because. He, he, he you stood. know, he stood. Yeah. So he, he, he followed this, these guidelines that the government of England was, or not the government, but the, the king, the empire yeah. in, in a sense is re, uh, requesting of them. So, so anyway, w- with that said, he writes this massive book and that's like, he has other writings, but this is what he's mm-hmm. known for. So he writes a massive book over a thousand pages on uh, spiritual warfare and the armor of God. And so wow. there's a section on, not so much on the sword of the spirit, but, you know, Paul says towards the end, pray for me that I may proclaim the gospel. And here's where Grinnell really gets into detail on the importance of preachers, prayer, and, and this proclamation of the mm-hmm. gospel. And so he really talks to the church on one of the ways to prepare for a Sunday sermon, which is what we're, we're going to talk yeah. about now. So how do we prepare? Well, Grinnell argues one of the ways as a listener you prepare is praying for the word that's going to be preached Mm. and praying for the pastor himself. Because again, he ties this to spiritual warfare in two ways. The preacher is under attack all week, all the time. And we are, you know, we're familiar with, with this and we don't want to get mystical on, Oh, the devil is doing this, but it's just that. And I, and I know you, you can speak on this a little bit more, but it's when you least want to be disturbed (laughs) that everything, you know, comes your way in your, in your sermon prep. And so, and that happens a lot. And so Grinnell talks about that, but then he also makes uh, uh, an emphasis on, well, one of the parables of Jesus, which is the, you know, one of the reasons why the, the, this parable of the sower. And one Mm -hmm. of the reasons why it doesn't land in, in good soil is because the enemy comes to snatch away the word. And so, so he makes this, this argument of even, in the sermon, as you're listening, the enemy is there. And as you're listening, his purpose is to snatch the word away. And so he'll do this, you know, through distractions or, or many ways. But so Garnall argues, but the person that's been in preparation the night before in prayer, it, it, it speaks of an attitude of mm-hmm. what am I going to church for? And so if you've prayed for the sermon, even the night before your attitude is God, I'm taking this so serious that I want to get to church and I'm so ready to receive the word that I've actually spent time in prayer the night before that morning, whatever your routine is. But, but this idea of having prayed for specifically the sermon. So we're not talking here of like, you know, anything else, but Mm -hmm. specifically the sermon that's going to be preached. Um, and, 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 and you already have been praying for your heart that that's going to be received. But again, ultimately Gurnall's argument isn't, we do this simply as listeners, but his emphasis is because it's the word of God yeah, that's yeah, going to be preached, which this is something that all the Puritans had in, yeah, you know, yeah. the heart behind Puritan preaching is the preacher stands not as someone in a sense, you know, to be listened to as far as ego goes, mm-hmm. like a lot of modern preaching yeah, yeah. goes today. Uh, whereas like you got these cute little, um, uh, sermons with, with cute titles and a bunch of examples and props on stage because the preacher needs to be, yeah. you know, get, get your attention. You know, the Puritans had this idea, but, but it's very different. The idea was we want to grab your attention, but to the word itself. Yeah. And so their, their heart behind preaching was, the preacher stands as a, a prophet speaking God's word 
to God's people. And so that's why you want to be in prayer, not so much to listen to the messenger, but to listen to the message, which comes from, from the which text. is the most important part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now. I saw, I, I was reminded of a, of a guy who actually had a boat on stage and they, yeah. and, and, uh, and water yeah. <laughs> and like they, I don't know how they did it. They they did a huge production on having rainfall, and he the guy and was like falling on him, falling yeah. on him, and he's swimming, mm-hmm. and he's in this boat, and it's like wow, that's amazing. Like I would have just been like amazed at the fact that they were able to pull that off. But whatever he said about whatever he was preaching, I have no idea, and, yeah. and, and it probably wasn't even any good. But Be- because the most memorable thing is the that. visual effects, not the sermon itself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're praying. I, I think the key here is is you're, you're, you're praying, obviously, for God's messenger, mm-hmm. right? And and as a church, like, you, you've identified that, hey, yeah, there is a pastoral, you know, there, there is a pastor here who who is human yep. and who, you know, he's not immune to anything. You know, he, he also needs to, to be prayed for. So that when he does come on Sunday, we don't get this nonsense, mm-hmm. right? We don't get, you know, I, I think prayer, what, what, it, what it's doing for the listener is so profound because you're actually desiring to hear God's word. Mm-hmm. You, you want the preaching to be effective. Again, not to satisfy your need, but because you yearn for God's word, you, 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 you've come to an understanding that you can't live without God's word. And... How important it is and the aspect of evangelism mm-hmm. where what if you want to bring somebody to church on yeah. Sunday, but maybe you don't trust your pastor and, and you're like, man, what if the pastor pulls one of those uh, boats on the stage again? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if he pulls one of those, um, you know, examples with brewing coffee on stage again? You know, <laughs> what if he does something dumb like yeah. that? Oh, and so, yeah, you are praying yep. because you want the people of God to hear God's word yeah. preached effectively. And the fact that there might be new people there that can that God can open up their hearts to to hear that word being preached. So I think prayer, uh, maybe if you if you've been in church for a while and you've listened, you, you may never even have understood that. Like yeah. what that what that means for you, mm-hmm. that you're actually preparing yourself for the message of God by hearing by by praying, but also praying for the the, the pastor. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, this, uh, preparation is hard. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not like we spend 20 minutes a week, you know, coming up with our sermon and be like, well, I'm done for the weekend. I I get to enjoy a week. I I, I actually, as a youth pastor, this is horrible to admit, but I used to think I was so good at preaching specifically because I could spend like 10 minutes and it'd be like, but again, because I just had my, I already had the idea in mind and everything. And it's just all I needed was a verse to two or to three match. verses yeah. and bam, you're and done. I'm done. Yeah. Well, so I used to take pride in that. We are <laughs> thankful for God to God that you're not like that. Yeah. <laughs> and neither my, myself, but, yeah. but it's hard work. It it's late laborious. You know, you're reading, you're obviously reading your Bible, but you're also reading commentaries. You're reading journal articles. You're reading, you're reading like four or 500 pages a week. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it drains you. It, you know, physically, we're not construction workers where yeah. it's like we're physically Men- tired. But mentally as well. Mentally, you're yeah. just like drained. Yep. But you do it because you have to give God's people God's word. Mm-hmm. And you got to really, you know, prepare yourself for that. 
So while you're praying for your pastor, you're praying for strength. Mm-hmm. You're praying for yeah, minimizing distractions, especially if he has kids at home. Yeah. <laughs> you're praying for a clear mind. You're praying that, that he actually brings out the word, exalts mm-hmm. God in the word. But you're also praying for that message to hit home, you know, and, and, and to really be effective and everybody at the church at that at that moment. So praying is very important. I, it, did Gernal mention anything else yeah. about that? So so he mentions those two areas are like primary things. So you pray for your pastor. You pray specifically for the message because the enemy is trying to snatch it away. But then another way to prepare to hear a sermon is to be conscious that you're not the only one at church. And so mm-hmm. this idea of praying for the lost, but even praying for, for your brothers and sisters in Christ, oh, that, okay. that the word would be receptive to you, would be receptive to them. And I like the concept because normally for us, you know, when we think of sermon listening, it's mm-hmm. usually like we want to, you know, deflect. Yeah. So you want to like, oh, that's not for me. That's, oh, I wish so-and-so was here because exactly. that was for them. And yeah. oh, too bad they missed today. It wasn't for me. But the idea for Granola is you're not praying with that attitude, yeah. with that heart, but rather you're, you're praying it with, um, with the understanding of just as much as I need to receive this word, I want the body of Christ to, to receive it as well. So, mm-hmm. so we're praying for, for the rest of the congregation as listeners. So again, this isn't to the pastor. This is as a congregation, how do we prepare? And so the congregation should be praying for one another. It's like, God, let me understand the sermon. Let me be receptive to it. But Lord, may the congregation as a whole come with this same heart. So yeah. you're, you're conscious of the fact that you want brothers and sisters in Christ to grow with you as well as you're listening to the sermon. So I think that that's a, a wonderful idea yeah. to have that I think sometimes gets missed in our, in our preparation for wow. listening to, to and and I, right now, as you talk about that, it's it, it makes me wonder how different we would be as a congregation, yeah. as churchgoers, if we actually do this, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, pastors, I hope pastors pray for their congregation right. during Which the week. <laughs> I hope that's, yeah. that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and preparing themselves, you mm-hmm. know, as pastors, we prepare ourselves, we pray for our church. But how different, you know, would it be for as individuals to understand worship as formative in our life mm-hmm. and and really the 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 only power that can actually change our souls and our and our hearts you know and if we prepare ourselves mm-hmm. for that then i think the word of god i mean regardless it's going to do what it has to do in our lives but but we're we're giving room in the sense of consciously we're being focused on worship yeah when we come to the service we're we're here to worship in the fact that we want to hear this word of god being preached and and deep down in our souls we we get to know what that is when we actually pray Mm -hmm. pray for the pastor pray for the sermon and and the third one was pray for the people in one another congregation the, the family of christ they need prayer too if people actually want to read Grenal, yeah. what's the name of his book? Yeah, so it's uh, sp- the armor of the whole armor. Sorry, the whole, the whole armor. armor of, of yeah, that. so it's the the thing is that it's in old English, so it's like yeah, the yeah. armor. So this is spelled, a devotional. No, reading. it's not. No, honestly, you could, it, it it's so clear and straightforward that you could read it. The problem is it's so massive when you see yeah, it, you're yeah. gonna get scared. You're just like uh, nah. Yeah, but but armor is spelled 
A R M O U R. Old old English. Or and they could just get the cliff notes from you, right? Right. <laughs> or, or just read my project <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, the problem is that's pretty long yeah. too. So but yeah, no, but yeah. The cliff yeah. notes. Well that that's great. I, I mm -hmm. hope that our listeners here that you take away as listening to the podcast that prayer is important for your yeah. hearing of God's word. Yeah. Prepare your hearts yeah. in prayer. Thanks for tuning in. For any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at Be the English Pod or go to our website, Be the Abu That Church. We hope to see you next week. This has been a Be the Abu Productions presentation.